What's up, After Buzzers? It's our favorite time of week. It's This Is Us time. We are talking all about episode 13, Our Little Island Girl. You guys have been asking, and they finally answered. We are getting our backstory to Beth. So you're going to get to meet little Beth, teenage Beth, and obviously get to see more about Beth and her relationship with her mom. And we have a special guest you can thank for a lot of your favorite characters. So stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz it's a new I'm still adjusting <laughs> to like the opening song right. again I'm so used to our picks exactly. for this, yeah. this is us what's up everyone what's I am that? so excited to be here for tonight because this is one of the long anticipated episodes yes. we've all been asking yes. for we've fallen in love with Beth now we finally get to know more about Beth and all of her backstory and get to see a little bit of Zoe's backstory too yes. So, we'll introduce ourselves first before we introduce our lovely guest that's sitting on the couch. My name is Candace Cruz. What's up, my beautiful people? Danny Royce here. Hey, guys. I'm Lena Nori. Hey, guys. You know me? I'm Paris Rose. And we have our first guest of This Is Us, Josh Einstein. Yeah. He is one of the casting directors for This Is Us, so he is one of the amazing people to thank for yes. all of your favorite characters. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm thanking the writers for the characters that they write. It's amazing that we get yeah. to cast these characters. Yes. It's such a privilege. And thank you guys for having me. Nobody yeah. ever thinks about the casting right. process. Yeah. They just sort of assume it just magically happens <laughs> somehow. So I'm really grateful to you guys to want to talk about casting, so thank you. Yeah, and yes. you had a little bit of magic for this particular episode, which we'll talk a little bit more when we get to Teenage Beth, but I know that there was a lot of a process mm-hmm. going into finding our perfect Beth yeah. Um, yeah. for a little bit. So uh, chime in throughout the conversations, because hey. obviously you're a fan of the show as well. Oh, totally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have to be by casting. You right. really have to have that it's, detail. I mean, any show that you work on, you kind of learn to f- fall in love with a little mm-hmm. bit. This one was incredibly easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. from the moment, like, I, the pilot was done, cast by Tiffany Little Canfield and Bernie Telsey, and they brought me in to start on episode two. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure what we were doing, and you know it was family drama. I wasn't sure where it was going, and then I read the first script before I could even see it, and I got to the same place everybody else did. With the script. <laughs> like, oh, this is going to be amazing! Yes. <laughs> oh, and, and feel free to show. tell us more, please. Like things that <laughs> haven't yes. premiered yet, feel free <laughs> to give us the insider scoop. No. <laughs> Nobody I'm actually saying. really wants to know that. Yeah, no. right. yes, we do. Everybody says they. Don't. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. I actually remember I'll we. Wait. All said we wanted to know how Jack dies, and then Jack died, and we're like, we didn't need to know how he died. <laughs> like we could have gone without that. We actually didn't know. They, really? There's a story. We um, they like I had heard whisperings, but they really only tell people what they need to know to do mm-hmm. the job. They keep it very compartmentalized, and then they brought all the department heads into a room, closed the door, passed <gasps> out the script, and we shot out of order too. Oh, so oh. I didn't oh. know about the um, the. the Oh my god, what's that? Pot cocker thing? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> uh, the slow cooker. That's the Slow cooker, yes. Slow cooker. There we go. Oh, yes, because it's a. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. had. So I didn't even know that was happening, and all of a sudden I'm there, and I'm in the room, and we got the script, and I open it up, and there's a fire, and then there's Kate, and then there's this thing in the smoke, and, then, and like we're all crying. They had to go get Kleenex, bring it into the room, and we're all going, okay. Okay, so what do you need for the doctor? <laughs> 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 Trying to do our jobs while we're getting what's happening to Jack. It was oh. were, you, were you watching that scene with Jack and Rebecca? Because she said in an interview that she didn't know that that was going to happen. She did in the first take. Were you watching it live? No, I was not on set that day. Mm. I did not. No, that was a very close That's set. A story. But yeah. now I heard the story later. I thought that was whatever. The writing on this show is so next oh, yeah. level yes. because it's so real and so mm-hmm. well right. done. And it makes it so easy for the actors to play and for actors to want to come and play yeah. because yeah. Uh, the writing is just so delicious and, and never forced. Right. I feel like that's such an actor's like favorite call saying they want you to come in and read for This Is Us and everybody's like, yes! <laughs> I'll read it! Whatever oh, yeah. you need! The writer, yeah. yeah, the writing's room. Yeah, you are in the writing room a lot, right? In the writer's room? Because I see on, on like your social media that you're in there sometimes. Or... I got to, we've had uh, one table read and I got to be in on that. Okay. No, I'm, I'm part of the concept meetings okay. when, okay. just when all the department heads come together mm-hmm. And we all talk about, we go through page by page, scene mm. by scene, we talk about what we need for the episode, 
uh, from pops, mm. uh, props to post to us and costumes and whatever. And everybody's very precise, like mm. the amount of mm. detail. Nobody, it's never just good enough on this show. Everybody wants it to be perfect. Right. Uh, so we go through the scripts. But no, the writer's room, I'm actually... And then, no, because then I would know stuff. Right. <laughs> they, they don't tell me that you stuff. Might tell you participate in like the, the table reads and things like that? or Yeah, we've only had one since I started on the okay. show. They, they yeah. usually try to coordinate that many of the series regulars in one place at one time. It's mm. too hard because too many yeah. of them are needed on the set. So a few weeks ago, we had one for an episode that's coming up in a few weeks that is just a delicious script. So good. And this was a delicious episode yes. because we have oh been God. longing for this. And um, we're going to kind of break it up by like baby Beth and teen Beth. <laughs> baby Beth. <laughs> baby Beth. <laughs> she is adorable. Like yeah, such true. a little gift and a little gem mm-hmm. um, to see her and the very beginning formulative moments of her and her mom to mm-hmm. see like the struggle between their relationship and then obviously teen Beth and finding out more about her dance background. And then we'll break it down into adult Beth, her relationship with her mom. And um, then we'll go into some more questions throughout the yes. entire episode. <laughs> um, but I loved baby Beth and like figuring out like that she is a dancer. She yeah. realizes her talent and then um, really begging her parents to go oh, to yeah. Yeah. I, I, I loved how her, um, her father was like so like supportive, mm. and but then we get a lot of you know um, Felicia's character in the household, you know that kind of stumper or what's the word I'm looking for? Like dampers someone's dream because oh, yeah. it's not really um, going to be as successful as they believe it would be, you know. And so it's illogical. There's logical, uh, yeah, exactly, and yeah. so. It was kind of it was kind of hurt to see that because I've had I can relate to that a little bit mm. and um, just like Beth I wish she just went for it. <laughs> <laughs> it was surprising to see Beth be a timid Beth. Yeah, we're used to strong yeah. Beth, and so I thought it was perfect that with this new timid Beth for all of us was that she's actually Bethany. I, be, I think Bethany yes. worked for Timid Beth. So I, I like seeing that. I also like to see their cute relationship with young Beth and her father. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my mom's this monster. <laughs> strict <laughs> monster. But then there's like, I mean, in the, in the kid's mind. In the kid's yes. mind, it's yes. like, she's a strict yes. monster and doesn't let me do anything. And then it's like, but dad will wink at me or dad is, always has my back. And I really like to see that. Yeah. I like yeah. That. And I mean, I think everybody has those moments when you talk to your parents and you become this little kid again. Yeah. And I think we obviously saw, like, our Beth that we know mm-hmm. kind of turn back into that little girl again when she saw her mom and we see what, like, stimulated that. Yeah. Um, and to see her dad, which you were really excited about the casting yeah. of the dad. <laughs> I'm super excited. So I'm Jamaican, and a lot of the times when there are Jamaicans in movies or TV shows, they are not. And they have terrible accents. But this guy, Carl Lumley, Carl is Lumley, actually yeah. Jamaican, and he was so perfect. He was the essence of a Jamaican father, so I can was very happy. You, can you touch a little bit on that, Josh, like how you found Carl and all that? Yeah, that one happened incredibly easily. We we had our concept meeting, and we had all mm. talked about it and um, saw what the character needed to be, and they like to throw challenges our way. <laughs> of course, <laughs> always. Okay, great. This is going to be a small pool uh, to pull from. But by the time I left our production office and got back to my office, there was uh, an email from one of our producers, Kay, and she said, here are a few actors I know of, and I saw Carl on it. Mm. And then I did some research, and I found some more choices to present to the producers. But, I mean, I was like, please just pick Carl. <laughs> <laughs> because I had been such a fan for so oh, long yeah. of his. Mm-hmm. And actually did not know that he was Jamaican yeah. until... Uh, I got that email and was so excited because he's just fantastic. Mm. Um, yeah, and immediately all the, like we sent it to all the producers and immediately started getting emails back on Carl Lumley. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he was available and wanted to come and play, so that was really exciting That's awesome. for us. And to That's see funny. him, like you, you got a relationship with him very quickly, yes. like almost to the element of like the relationship that we fell in love with William and we fell in love with Jack, like mm-hmm. these father figures that you just like want to hug. Yeah. That even obviously you guys watch the episodes; it's not a spoiler. But yeah. when he, you know, reveals to teenage Bethany that he has cancer, yeah. Oh, yeah. like you automatically <laughs> just like start crying. We were both sobbing yeah. <laughs> watching it. We were just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like really like not like yeah, just like rolling um, but I, I guess we jumped a little bit forward for yeah. for that but um, <laughs> just, a little bit, just a little bit uh, but to see the relationship blossom with like 
baby Bethany. I'm just going to call her that. Baby I think Bethany. She's adorable. Um, with her dad and like her dad really like will make it work. Yeah. Like I've seen those conversations. I don't know about you guys, but I could relate to it so much because like I've wanted to be a performer all my life and my parents weren't aren't from the best background. You know, right. we, we never had a lot of money. We always like made ends meet. And so I've seen my parents go like, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We'll make it happen. But you have to just like dedicate your life to right. it. Yeah. Like you have to put everything in it. And um she did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean kudos, little one. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question when it comes to casting, right? We just talked about how you found the the man that plays Beth's father. So when you're finding mini Beth yeah. or like mid age Beth or then Beth Beth, how much more difficult is it? Are you do you already have like a concept in your head of they have to look like her? Like what percentage do you give to looking like them slash Acting like them. It's we've gotten better at it as the show has. Well, I don't know. I think we've done well since. No, you guys done really well. In terms of little and medium threes are awesome. They're great, (laughs) but like it took us longer to figure out how to get to them, if that makes sense. And now that we've been doing it for a few years, we're much more, much quicker at getting. Okay, this is what the qualities we're looking for. It's not Mm. just the look. Although I think the looks for these girls were great, especially Rachel. Um, And then they added. Did you notice that they added? Uh, they yeah, had the contacts the and they freckle. had a little eye. Yeah. freckle in her eye too. Yeah. I thought that was an am- that's the kind of detail that yeah. Yeah. the show that like most people don't notice. Yeah, yeah. For a split second, I was like, "How did they find a girl that?" <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. Well, of course, that's everybody cool. made that joke. Joke with, and they're like, "Oh, and by the way, Josh." <laughs> so, do you do like a casting notice, or do you guys actively go searching from like a database of actors that you know? We put out a casting notice, and for this one, they actually let us put out what the role was because mm. they've been talking for a while, saying that they were going to be looking for that they were going to be having a Beth episode Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to do it in secret and we put out stuff and it's super broad because we can't say who we're looking for and then it's just harder because you're really looking for a needle in a haystack Mm -hmm. at that point but for this one they said yes they they know it's coming it's okay to go ahead and, and look for it so people the agents and managers submitted and we had a few girls come in but Akira was just to me, she was just so fantastic in other ways. She looked like her. And then the search for Teen Beth um, was a little harder to get the exact right girl. Because on that one, we needed somebody. Because once you get to the teen years, they've got it. Like you were talking about, like there's enough of the essence mm-hmm. of Susan there right. yeah. that we really need them to feel like her and not just look like her. And to, so to find somebody who really had both was hard and I was really there was a minute there where I'm like and we're not going to get it like (laughs) we've seen some incredibly talented girls but who just didn't quite feel Susan-esque and then Rachel walked in the door right that was the email that I sent to the producers I sent a link to her audition and I said and sometimes it It just walks in the door (laughs) you're like she's here oh thank god and she was great um and very special. So, yeah, very happy that she walked through the door. Because <laughs> I'm assuming, and I mean, obviously you can't tell us, I'm assuming the way that This Is Us goes, we're going to be seeing a lot more of her now that we, at the end of the episode, see teenage Beth and Randall bump into each other. Mm. I would assume. <laughs> I would assume. <laughs> I would assume. <laughs> I would assume. Um, like I said, they don't tell me nothing. <laughs> and I'll ask, and they'll be like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, for one, have, I've been waiting for this episode for a very long time. I was like, well, why is Beth the way she is? Why is it the way she is? Um, what was it about the teen um, uh, Beth walking through the door? What was it about her that kind of just struck you and said, that's her? Well, in addition to the look just being fantastic, yeah. she has inherently, just when you talk to her, like out of character. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from New York and has just a little bit of that East Coast bite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that Susan has, even when she talks, like when when Susan's not putting on Beth, but when she's just talking Mm -hmm. and to just hear that, like it was there inherently already. And then to know that like, Oh, that's just small leap to make Yeah, that having that energy. And especially because like you were talking about, there's a transition between young Beth and older Beth. And she really straddles the middle, you know, Mm -hmm. when she was able to play the delicate and the, wounded in the quiet yeah. and then you watched her get strong yes. too yes. to have that as well that was that was she's awesome. got a new <laughs> hairstyle <laughs> I know new, new, new. I'm so yes. proud of her <laughs> a new new name just right. Beth yeah, right. done like you yeah. even see it in the dancing room like when yeah. they're in the yeah. dance studio where you can just see that hardened of like 
watching someone else that's filling in her role that she knew is very specific that they've been honing her to do oh, her yeah. entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you really see that switch of, like, no, 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 this isn't happening. Yeah. Like, I see it happening, but it can't happen. Yeah. Um, but you know what else? I do want to hop on over. Before yes. we continue on talking about, we are very lucky to be able to have you here and to yes. be talking about This Is Us and to be on After Buzz. So tell us a little bit more, Paris. Uh, yes, as Candice was saying. Sure. No, but before we get onto our next topic, we do want to um, say how grateful we are that we have all of you guys making us the ESPN of TV talk. Um, but you guys got to make sure you... <laughs> He's excited. You guys should be excited and you got to subscribe. You got to subscribe so you know when we have another episode coming out. You can join us, join the conversation and make sure you give us those five stars on iTunes. We are on Spotify. Check us out. Yes. We're everywhere. If you don't want mm-hmm. to if you want to see us visually, you can just hear us on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, but everyone wants to see us. Five of course. Star. I mean, granted, we do have great voices though. Of course. Yeah. Very soon. <laughs> Very soon. Not, not all of us. <laughs> what? Uh, what? I Mine's love your deep. voice. Yeah. So is mine. I was talking about myself. Yeah, it's a rasp. It's cute. I was like, are you sick? I'm like, <laughs> I get that too. I, I, feel I actually you. get that too. It's See, I, we're all raspy women. You guys are not watching an episode of <laughs> The Voice. No, I'm sure. <laughs> right. It's funny uh, when, but, when I asked the producers if I could come on the show. I was like, "Hey, is this okay?" And they're like, "Well, we'd like to see four other options, and then there's going to be a chemistry read to see who play you." <laughs> no. and I'm like, can it be Justin? Because <laughs> <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I see the resemblance. Yeah, exactly. I do. Get mistaken all the time. (laughs) I I mean, yes. And the essence, all of it. It's just right there. Everything. (laughs) But yeah, that's all. I was going to say thank you guys. Leave us comments. Help us out. We were also just talking about how you guys helped us out with the age thing. I was literally about to say. You guys do do the comments. And you even said that you, I, I did mess up. I had, I had, I messed up, guys. I will admit it with the ages. I was yeah. a little off. A little off. A lot off. I forget you. So, going back to the, yeah, get the minis, it. the mediums, and then the older ones, do you guys have it where you have them grouped together to kind of have like a bonding moment to like understand the characters better? Because from what I've noticed, they take the little ones on the red carpets, they have such good like chemistry and bonds. Is that something that casting requests is for them to spend time together? No, we're looking for the essence just to be as much there as it can be. And then when we send them off to set, it's sort of up to the producers and the actors how they want to handle it a little bit. Like, I remember season one, uh, Niles didn't want to spend time with Sterling. He wanted to mm. come at Randall without that. I know, I know initially, I'm, eventually they bonded and hung out. But, yeah. like, initially he wanted to sort of do that on his own. So I think every one of them has their own process. Mm. Yeah, how they meet and spend time with each other. They, and then they mentioned, like, you know, at the screening that um, Teen Beth actually, like, studied Susan and, you know, and her movements and all that stuff. So that that was awesome hearing that. It's just, like, kudos to the craft. <laughs> yeah. Speaking sure. of Teen Beth, how did you guys feel about this new Teen Beth and seeing her? Is it what you expected? We've been waiting for this so long, so That's I want to know your thoughts. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I really... I. Kudos to her because she did carry over, like we were talking about, the delicateness. And it was really nice to see the vulnerable side of Beth Mm -hmm. that we've started to see anyway. That she's been taking those layers off with losing her job. And then um, with Randall and the argument between whether or not he should run for office. But it was nice to see that there is that vulnerability under there. Mm -hmm. And where it comes from. Because I feel like as we grow older, we put these shells of armor on. Mm -hmm. And because of every hardship that we deal with, we learn how to like, okay, when this comes at me, I know how to deal with this so that I don't get hurt. So we got to see where that hurt started from. Mm -hmm. And like we got to see a little bit of Zoe as well and see that relationship. um, And see like how hard her mom really is on her. Because I mean, I get it. Like we all have that one parent that's harder on us than the other that always wants the best for us, but sometimes their intentions aren't delivered the best way possible. I was so, sorry, I just want to say something because you just said it about the shells. So I've always said this, I talk talk about this on my Instagram too, is there's a quote that I love. It says, sometimes it's not about becoming something, it's about unbecoming. Mm -hmm. So what we see is that little Beth is truly Beth. Mm -hmm. And as we see in the flash forward, she wants to go back to being in ballet, and then mm-hmm. we saw the, the way fast forward is she's a ballet teacher, is that that little girl, they say that developmentally you're exactly who you're meant to be personality-wise and brain-functioning-wise by like something like six or eight, something Five. so young. Yeah. Five mm-hmm. to eight. 
in yeah. your formative or years. Or in terms of like your actual personality coming through mm-hmm. is like six to eight. And so this is Beth. Yeah. And what we see in Teen Beth is actually either experiences with their mom, experiences in life, whether Everything. it's dating, finances, school, just interactions with people, you become harder and harder. And so when you get to that point where you want to grow as a person, it's actually not about becoming someone different. It's about unbecoming mm. everything that's hardened you mm-hmm. to being that true self of who you were as a child. Very yeah. true. I agree. So that's like to sum up, I, I understood that quote for the first time when I saw this episode. <laughs> like, yeah. that is what it is. Beth is unbecoming everything she's become through her life experiences. And right. ballet is a hard hard field to be in. I've always heard from anyone that's a dancer, especially ballerina, there's such an element of discipline in there. And there was the the topic of her being the only black ballerina that was there, which we've obviously seen now. Missy Copeland is one of the most famous African-American ballet dancers, and a lot of other people have followed in her footsteps or are now getting the recognition because of her. So it's very timely, I feel like, to be able to see that. Oh, yeah. I personally Mm -hmm. love that they highlighted that aspect of being a black girl growing up because Mm -hmm. there can't be two. It's like as soon as the black girl walks in, she knows that's my competition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there can only be one. So she knows it's either me or her and it ends up being the other girl. But it's just such it's so heartbreaking It is because if it's another white girl walked in, it's not like, oh, God, it's me or all the other white girls. It's. It's only it can only be one token black girl. Always. I was literally <laughs> about to say, like, she's the token, the token. for that. And yeah. then, I mean, I think that's in anything. Like when you know that you have a special skill or talent or makes you different, like you become the token. Yeah. And then when someone else similar to you comes back in, you're like, wait a second, I thought that was the only one here. So <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. But yeah. also I did find it interesting when she was doing her twirls and because of body development too, which was another yeah. topic yeah. I really liked. Yes, that was yeah. great. That they Asshole. tapped into. Right. Right, because you know, black women have a little different, <laughs> a little different makeup, genetics, and all that. Um, it was just it was definitely interesting how they threw that into the episode, and just her becoming a woman and growing into an adolescence and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just changed a lot of things. Yeah. And going back to that, Felicia, her mother, I love how they brought what she's been through as well, because it brought mm, yeah. it brought her, it made her, um, you know act towards Beth in a certain way because of how her mother was. So it's like unbecoming as you were talking about. And so I love how Beth is working to unbecome and you know a lot of people they don't. They just get stuck in where they are and they're just like okay this is who I am. This is what I'm going to be. But yeah I love how Beth is is really starting to push herself and go back to ballet full circle. Josh what do you think? About that part of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Just in general. Well no I, I loved... I loved how they told it. And we did, they talked about body image and development yeah. and, and for Beth and how that would play into it. That was part of our creative conversation going into it. Yeah, and, and the tokenism and all that kind of stuff. They were very aware of that when they were writing the mm-hmm. episode and while we were casting it. So it was really, it's cool to hear you all talking about <laughs> this stuff and be like, oh my God, it worked. <laughs> like they picked up on, I, I mean, it's not like they didn't hit you over the head with it. But yeah, it was, it was. I thought beautifully and powerfully done. Oh yeah, Just, it was so tasteful. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, there was that moment when I can't remember the other, the character, the other one, the the not Beth turned yeah. around and oh, just yeah. looked yeah. right. Yeah, at right. Like oh, because they yeah. both had that just, moment. They both knew. Yeah, yeah, and it was just devastating. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with everything else that was going on with Beth in that moment, yeah, no, it was just. Yeah. It, that was a hard. So when you guys watch. have these topics, right? Like how you just said, you guys want to talk about. Um, Body shape. We've always said in every episode now for three seasons, you guys, there's like not a single social, um, ethnic, any kind of topic you guys don't bring up. Right. Do you guys do, so when you guys bring it up, obviously you know that you guys were talking about like body image in this episode. Do you guys do like research into it to make sure you hit it correctly? Because you know, the viewers are, you know, can kind of <laughs> be very passionate about the topic. So do you guys do research into it before you guys I get mean, into the episode? It depends on what the role is. Usually it's what the writers have written and then we just cast it. Yeah. Ah, okay. I mean, it's not, we're not that part of the development process. Mm-hmm. Like, I just overhear it sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. then I get to sort of have a window into what they're talking about. Yeah, I know people are very passionate about yeah. everything <laughs> on the show, which I love working on a show that people care that much about. Um, interestingly, like, sort of a side note, but I find that the show is such a Rorschach test for people's own 
Mm, yes. damage yes. in yeah. like their life and their Very history true. and like what you were talking about what it, how much it meant to you to see yeah. a character who was actually Jamaican playing a Jamaican yeah. character and you know when <laughs> we were when we were doing our uh, Vietnam episodes yeah. all those actors and the background actors yeah. were all Vietnamese and the detail oh. that we brought yeah. to that because we know that most of the people watching the show it's not going to matter but for the people who do it's going to matter so much yeah. mm-hmm. um I just got chills. <laughs> it's literally yeah. those episodes were really yeah. cathartic for a lot of people to have to cast. <laughs> Very sad, but um, it, I mean, we try to get it right, and then oh, yeah. just knowing full well everybody will have their own experience. Mm-hmm. The right. way people react to the different characters. Some are so excited for Kate's story, and some so resistant, and some, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, so love Randall's story, and some resisted, or, or Kevin's alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And you can, and if I talk to somebody enough. Eventually, I realize, oh, this is your history, yeah. what you're bringing mm-hmm. to yeah. it, and your filter, and what you're resisting, and what you're accepting. And I think it's mm-hmm. great that the show writes something that's so archetypical in a way mm-hmm. that between the writing and the casting and the way they direct it, that it's that everybody can bring their own passion yeah. to yeah. it. Was there ever um, any anyone that auditioned that, that's on This Is Us now that you all had a um, certain character? Uh, in mind to play and then producers like no let's get them to do something else like did you guys end up casting someone different I mean there have been people that we've kept in mind and then sort of yeah. brought up later I can't think of a specific mm-hmm. example so, uh, okay. so going <laughs> off of that though this yes. is a little bit off of the best storyline when because it's so hush hush when you guys are doing the casting notices and everything when the actors come in are they getting the a close enough script to mm. what they're going to be reading so that you can kind of see their range of emotion. Because <laughs> I know it's not the actual script, but, like, if someone's dying, are they giving them a similar script to, like, see that range of emotion? Or are you just giving them, like, here's a an old <laughs> side go? No, I mean, we try to use sides. Sometimes we're able to use the actual sides. Right. Sometimes yeah. we have to use dummy sides from, like, an episode that's already aired with a mm. similar character. Mm. So it's okay. sort of the same. But there are times where we have to just walk people through. A scenario. Okay, these words have nothing to do yeah. <laughs> with the character. Yeah. Or, like, they told, for example, there was no script yet for... Um, Last week, two weeks ago in mm. Songbird Road Part 1, mm. um, when the mother sees her son die. But we were auditioning that months ago. And I get a phone call from one of the producers saying, yeah, we're going to need them to do a little something at the end that's, you know, like like they lost a family member. <laughs> at which point I realized what we're going to do. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> we just cast the kid and he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we had to just sort of give the actors a very rough approximation. Gotcha. And ask do they even do know it. what they're auditioning for at all when they come in? Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Mm. But like, for example, the Nickies, mm. I I actually called the agent and I said, listen, <laughs> there's a part, it's real good, <laughs> and they should want to do it, and I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but trust me, you want to do it. Trust me, they want to do it. So I put... So I put, uh, I arranged for Michael to be on the phone with the producers and then for Griffin to be on the phone with the producers and they walked them through it and then they called their agents and said, yes, we want to do this part. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been weird. Like, I've never had a show that was this hush, hush. secret before where it was hard to, I mean, thank God the show is doing well and uh, people do want to be on and they're yeah. willing to take the leap of faith when I'm like, yeah. no, trust me. It's, <laughs> it's gonna a good be part. Good. It's you like, just do it. Doing, <laughs> doing well, you guys are killing it. Right. Just want to humble you guys are. We're doing well. We <laughs> <laughs> do okay. We do okay. It's amazing casting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could talk about this all day long. Right. Clearly, sure. we, we love me the too. show. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so exciting for me to get to work on a show that people are so passionate about the yeah. casting and mm-hmm. we try so hard to get it right that... And it's it's great to hear. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a little sidestep of uh, this is us, but I just want to know, like, what got you into casting? Like, what? Why did you step into it? Um, I was a drama major in college, but did not like the acting part. And mm-hmm. then I took a directing class and went, "Oh, telling actors what to do." Yeah, <laughs> this I like. Um, and actually, came out to uh, LA and was here for a while working in production. Mm. 
and didn't quite know what I was going to do with that yet. And then I worked on a movie called Contact, and I got to know the casting directors, and they were always having fun, and they mm. were reading the coolest people, and I was watching them help shape that cast. Mm. And then when I decided to get out of production, I went to them and asked for a job, and they gave me one. Oh, and awesome. Yeah, so I started all over again and, and learned that, but just immediately fell in love with the with being this part of the creative process mm-hmm. and and what it means to get it right for the script and the audience and to want it to want it to be perfect. Like the the worst experiences I've ever had is when we work for, you know, a, a creative team where we bring in choices and they're like, Yeah, they're fine. I'm like, no, 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 no. Tell me you're not happy. <laughs> and we'll go look until this is exactly what you want. Right. And to be on this show where they are that precise and they mm-hmm. do have mm-hmm. such a vision for it is really exciting to work that hard down to the little one and two line parts that yeah like the mailman from season one (laughs) just you know talk about a like five hanky moment or whatever like just kill me you know five lines six lines yeah what about casting felicia because i know that that was something that you guys had been working on for a while right love her yeah they we sat down with the producers at the beginning of the season and they told us, um, this is going to be a storyline. By the way, if Felicia Rashad happened to be available, we'd love her to play the part. And immediately we checked and she was not available. So we were coming up with other ideas and sort of kicking the can and it was getting closer and closer to when we were really going to need somebody to play Beth's mom. And I then... And I'd been vamping and stalling, and like we had other ideas, but none were Felicia Rashad. Mm-hmm. And then I got an email saying, "Oh, she's actually going to be done with her other show early." Yes, yes, <laughs> we want. We will her. make this work. We had to change our whole schedule to accommodate, but that's um, it's worth it. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. Like she looks like Susan's mother, mm-hmm. and she was brilliant in the episode, and she was brilliant on set. I walked on set and. I mean, it's funny that the character is so not supportive of the arts, but she was actually working with Akira mm. on how to act. Like, not in a condescending way, but just sort of talking her through the scene and how to find the character and how to get from one thought to the next. Mm. And a lot of people don't take the time with kids. Yeah. And right. she just, you know, stopped everything and was walking her through that mm-hmm. the beat. It was so beautiful to just watch her and to watch Akira. Like you saw the light bulb turn on, mm. yeah. and you saw her get it, and how to process these beats as an actor. So to have her there, bringing all that to the set, and someday Akira is going to be like, "Well, this is I was right. wondering if is this like a monumental moment for you yet, or when are you going <laughs> to figure out? Quick, like, like, what that's going to have to be a moment that she looks back on. Yeah, like, for oh, sure. Damn. <laughs> she's gonna throw it back in the future whatever Instagram is gonna be in 20 years she's like that one time yeah. I had a master yeah, exactly. class on this is us <laughs> yes thank you yeah no uh, she was so lovely and we were so lucky to, that the timing just barely worked out but we mm-hmm. made it work and the chemistry between her and Susan yeah was impeccable to see them sit at the table I mean what did you guys feel about that conversation hopping over to like when grown up Beth she finally finds the courage to talk to yeah yeah Ooh, I thought it was one brave because I totally can relate to not really. You don't want to be disrespectful. You respect mm. your mom. You understand what she did and why she did it, but still, you have this kind of resentment. Um, so I was happy that she finally found this courage to reach out to her um, mother and talk to her, and that her mom actually, well, initially she didn't really take it in, right. but she came back around, which I thought wasn't going to happen. Felicia mm. has such a strong character. I can't think of her name now. As Carol. Carol, Mm -hmm. such a strong mom, such a strong character. So I really didn't think she was going to come back around. I think she thought she did the right thing, and who cares if you're sad? But, yeah, it was nice. Mm. That hurts. I think what's more, like, interesting to me is we've always talked about, like, nurture versus nature. You either become the parent or you don't become them. Like, how Randall's a lot like Jack, even though it's not his biological son. But then Kevin couldn't be the furthest. Mm -hmm. But then he has, like, the alcoholism like his father So I thought it was interesting that we're looking um, at Beth and as a mother from what we've seen now three seasons in, pretty much nothing like the way her mom was with her. I mean, I think she has some elements. No, like some elements, but I'm talking about like the style of how she raises her daughters, like the way she speaks to them, the level of like, I'm not saying her mom didn't respect (laughs) her, but she kind of like, you know, the knocking on the door, giving them boundaries, like letting them decide Mm -hmm. the way her daughter, when she came down and like, you know, 
explain to her parents about her situation. Like, I don't know if I'm gay or not, but this is how I feel. Bet's like, Randall, Randall just, <laughs> I feel like she's a lot more of, like, not as, like, in your face. She's more like she's her more dad. Controlling. Yeah, she's exactly. Dad. Yeah. She's a modern mom. Yeah. I think, I mean, Carol is more old school. Like, a child yeah. is just a child. Mm-hmm. It's just in a child's place. And I don't care what you feel. I don't care about your thoughts. But Beth's the modern mom. She wants to hear your thoughts. She wants you to be included. She she wants, she cares about your feelings. That's the modern mom. There's, yeah. there's still some modern, very in-your-business mom. <laughs> I feel like Beth wants to learn. Like, you know, sometimes you learn from your own experiences. You're like, oh, I want to be different. Like, when when it's my turn, I'll be different. And yeah. I feel like Beth is applying that. Yeah. And I think even the realization when they were sitting at the table of, like, her saying, you know, I I lost my job, like, I'm fine with it. And, like, I think she realized she unbecame, I guess is the way we'll go, (laughs) (laughs) proper terminology, um, of where she was like, no, I need to, like... I'm I'm feeling the feelings of being a little girl again because you know when you walk in your parents' house you have the like nostalgia of like yeah. oh I'm five again okay mm-hmm. I, I think that that actually helped her this time of being like I I'm at this turning point if I wouldn't have lost my job then I wouldn't have been able to like re realize right. all of this passion and be able to go back home and like tell Randall. But we can't forget. Oh, sorry, we no, can't no. forget Zoe's push also. Like yeah. Zoe, yeah. Zoe yeah. push her the, yes. from forever. She's been sassy from forever. I really yeah. love seeing young Zoe. I love seeing young Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Carol like class sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. But I mean, at the end of the day, Carol did the best she could with what she knew how to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, especially in in her time, uh, you know, her father laughed at the fact of her going to school and you know wasting money on all that so she had to develop this strong image strong black woman image um that she tried to instill with beth and um you know beth's just more like her father but i think carol did a great job at being there for her kids not in the way that they wanted per se but the way she knew how yeah, I want to clarify. I'm not. I wasn't saying at all that Carol was a oh, bad yeah. mom. I'm just saying like the technique, mm-hmm. like the way my parents oh, talk yeah. to me. They're old school. I get it. Like yeah. their demographic, where they came from, their history, their reality. You know, my parents were refugees from Afghanistan, so they don't know the opportunities for females. Women over there don't go to school. I'm saying in terms of like how they come at it. Like Beth yeah. is very, like you know, she takes the back seat. Where Randall's like the one that's like in the business. He like mm-hmm. wants to open the door. Mm-hmm. He wants to ask the questions. So I just thought it was interesting how. You either, you literally either become it or you learn from it. Or not learn from it because there's nothing wrong with Carol's, the way she was parenting. You just learn that that's maybe not what you want to do when it's your turn to do it. And I think the other thing too, it's it's like also being able to see Zoe's side of Carol. Because she was like, listen, Mm -hmm. like she was always my my aunt mom or whatever yeah, she called yeah. her and like you're my my sister cousin or whatever yeah. she said um to where like i have a different perspective like this is always 100% better than what i came out of so it literally comes down to perspective as well of like her caring so much that felt overbearing to beth or bethany yeah was exactly what Zoe longed for. So it was just so really, it was really nice to see the young kids interact with Carol, but also to see the older, like, sister cousins interact um, with them. Because we all have our own relationships with our parents. Even our siblings have different relationships with our parents. Like, we all have different interactions with them. But there was one bit I wanted to um, hop on that you said, too, of, like, Randall being all up in it. Yeah. To pivot off of that... For her to have that moment in the car at the end with Randall and him saying the exact same words. I can't oh, remember what yes. they were. Oh my gosh, what is it? The exact same <laughs> we, words that her like dad said. we never said. care what anybody thought or something like Yo, that. Oh, yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, it's like her dad said and then he said and the yes. version of yeah. it. Right. <laughs> yes. oh, I love that. That was great. Yeah. The writers of This Is Us. I'm like, you guys brought, you guys had to bring that back around. <laughs> that was our goals, yeah. though. So, like, yeah, that's uh, amazing. I want their relationship. I know. I, <laughs> it's so weird he being a fan and going into the meetings and like, like, you know, during some of the tense and being like, I'm not happy. And I can't, <laughs> like, I can't tell anybody that because they're not going to change the story. Like, <laughs> but, but Sterling and his wife in real life remind me a lot of Sterling in the show. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. You obviously only see what they show you. I'm yeah. not saying that behind closed doors it's like that, but them at the award show, like, he bows to her and, oh, yeah. and she's just like, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and you know we talked about this before we got on camera that I've noticed and I've interviewed Chris Sullivan I've interviewed Justin Hartley it's like you guys found 
the exact like who they are in real life is who they are. Mm. Like definitely Chris Sullivan. He's so Toby. <laughs> He's so right. Toby. And then him and Justin, so the way too. they banter, like on the carpet. Yeah. He jumped in behind Justin. He's like, I'm the good looking one. Like in the middle of someone else's interview. <laughs> like this, they have the, even the same relationship that they do on the show. I've actually noticed this season, the, I don't, I think part of it's the writing. And I think I heard you all talking about it during the road trip from last episode, couple mm-hmm. episodes, but like how they all sort of switch a little, switched a little bit, but there's something about the sibling yeah. relationships that I'm starting to see like all Shoot. kinds of new levels with mm-hmm. because they've spent so much time together. And because I think the writer's, have heard them and are sort of mining their energies and helping bring mm. that to a right. little bit to it. But I really credit like Dan and the other producers from the very beginning when Tiffany and Bernie were bringing them choices, not just seeing what they had in their head or what like looked right on the page or whatever, mm. but to see the essence of a person and go, Oh, I want to write to this. Right. This is a person mm. where like their energy is something that I can write to uh, forever. And, they did an amazing job of putting that together and then yeah. being able to grow out from that. And I love that here we are in season three where everybody's dying to know more about Beth. And we had a Toby episode and we got to see Miguel's like other life. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And that it's not just about the big three and Jack and Rebecca, mm-hmm. yeah. and, like their whole world. And then the kids and Tess and like <laughs> that they're all being written to and developed in a way that we get to go along the journey with them. Like just, as a fan of the show. (laughs) I think they've done a beautiful job. Oh, yeah. I mean, even to see the entire ensemble at the SAG Awards after they had received the award, like, it was just, like, a big family all walking up there, like, watching them just, like, take care of each other. And you even showed us a picture of Sterling kissing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lyric was up on stage and was so overwhelmed. And he was was holding her and kissing her forehead like Randall would kiss Deja's forehead. Like, up on stage at the SAG Awards. (laughs) So cute. A beautiful, sweet moment. They really do. Like, going onto the set, it's a really beautiful place to work. Mm. I've worked on other sets that are lovely, but this is one of the most just pleasant experiences. Everybody's there. Everybody works hard and is so prepared Mm -hmm. and is so grateful to be there. That's when you know you have a good show, is that you guys, I mean, you you not only cast for the show and the characters, but you hope that these people are good people and that they're (laughs) all going to get along. And it just was like... Perfect divine timing. They've got a... I mean, it's not like a written rule or anything, but there's a rule on set. Like, you show up and you work hard and you behave and you... Mm. And nobody really suffers, you know, prima donna behavior. I don't think there has been any that I've heard of, but it would not fly. Mm. I've been on shows like that before where when you've got somebody like Dan at the top of the producing ladder and Milo on set who are so hardworking and so loving and so classy and so dedicated to every minute they're there, nobody else really gets to show up and be a jerk. They're working this hard at it. Like, okay, I guess I need to do it too. And it just sets a tone. And yeah, the gratitude on set is really beautiful. You know, speaking of gratitude, I was at the For Your Consideration for This Is Us, and Milo was there, Mandy was there, Sterling was on like a screen. He had just done his movie. Every single time someone would ask, there was an order and she was asking questions to the cast. They threw all the kudos to the writers, the casting. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. actors, yeah. they wouldn't take an ounce, like an ounce of credit. And I noticed that even hearing you talk, you're giving them all the credit. Right. They're just like, they're so amazing. They're so this. It's like you guys all have this level of gratitude and appreciation that you guys know that everybody needs each other to kind of mm. make this make show. This is this is, this is us. us. Yeah. <laughs> and it perfectly leads into yes. our tissue moment. <laughs> tissue so moment. for all of you guys that have not watched before, which I'm hoping that you have if you're on episode 13, but you know, <laughs> if you haven't, hop back on to episode one, then come back. But either way, we do our tissue moments where it's one to five, one being a heartwarming, like, oh, mm. cute, to five, like I was sobbing hysterically moment. Um, and we'll do those real quick before we get to predictions. So I want to do... <laughs> there were so many. Three. Oh my god, oh. she's on three. I mean, I wasn't Four. there to watch you cry. Did you cry? Three. Yes, oh. yes she, she, she cried. Did. Four, three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Did you tape it? Oh no. <laughs> Gosh, when when she finds out that her dad's dying, oh, and then like, I'm mine. sorry, but it's also not I mean, even just that. Not even just that though. Not even just that. It's the montage of when. 
they're flipping back and forth between like her. I'm sorry, this is just like so emotional when she comes down the stairs and no, is like talking mine. to the chair. That's mine. Yes. And like it's so, flipping see, back and forth to, to that like moment of her. Us. Like, I'm sorry, I just want to take it out. Where she's <laughs> Where she just like I just know that feeling of like being yeah. so protective of your dad and being a daddy's girl. Like I can only imagine mm. that moment. And I think like they don't obviously tell us that, but they allude to that being her last moment of talking to her dad and not saying I love you yeah. mm-hmm. or not saying anything to him. Just like <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, so that good. was technically mine. Uh <laughs> mine now. Thank you. Uh I I definitely related to that uh part because uh, when my mom uh, found out she had cancer and and you know I just kind I handled it the same way just kind of burying it you know uh, focusing on other things and really trying to work hard to kind of make her happy so she could be happy while she's sick you know and it just that whole montage and all that just really got me I didn't cry like you did but <laughs> I mean he looked over and I was just but like, I, I, yeah <laughs> I was I was almost there and then you know when just Felicia would uh, and Beth had that talk. Um, at the end there. That was heartwarming. So three and a half? Three and a half. Okay, cool. Um, I'll make it three. What the half back? Obviously, <laughs> I think I think we all decided it was the same scene because yeah. my mom too as well. Um, thankfully, she's a breast cancer survivor, so that hit home. Mm-hmm. But for me, I wouldn't say there was an exact moment in the show. It's kind of like just what I said earlier where I you hear these quotes growing up and then it finally like clicks. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that meant. And it was the moment where when Beth looks back and she decides that she wants to go back and it's the unbecoming moment mm-hmm. where I see her having that realization of like releasing the ego, releasing the expectations. Like I need to work at a corporate job. I need to yeah, do this. I need exactly. to do that. Mm-hmm. And just her going back to her core and unbecoming everything that has made her from Bethany to Beth. It's like now I see her going back to Bethany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was... Yeah. Right. My yes. moment. We could keep going and on and on. That montage of her dancing, the right. moment she ran into Randall. No. Like, oh. we have. Some, I'm but, sorry. Like, She's running a whole other moment. Take it. Take it. I'm going to shut up. I do want to um, say uh, one thing, though. I want to shout out to my mom because today is her 12 year anniversary of being uh, cancer free. Hey. So, I just want to say, job, love you, mom. mom. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to give um, actually four. Oh. Oh. And I just cried on air yes. and I didn't give myself a four. I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I bawled up the whole episode. There wasn't one moment. Well, there was that moment. But yeah. um, I actually like the moment where Team Beth was like calling out her mom for, she's like, can we grieve? Can we talk about mm. this? You just told me that my right. dad died. Can, like, can we take a moment? And her mom was like, no, go, like, go, get ready, do this. And I just thought um, my, my grandma recently passed away and I just haven't really had that time. I, I personally didn't give myself that time to grieve. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, that was like her yelling to me, like, can't you just take a moment? Can mm. you breathe? And so the whole episode got me, but that really got me. So mm. such a beautiful yeah. episode. Oh, do you have tissues? You <laughs> like, want to do one through five? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll throw them you. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a three. Okay. okay. And yeah, there were three. also a lot of moments that just like, not even so much crying, but just like scooped me out. Yeah. Mm. Like, and by the way, I forgot to mention how great Gordon Visnick was in the episode two is her dance instructor. But that yeah, moment fantastic. where he you know, felt terrible that she was back and that she found out, but get back to work. Like that just gutted me, but not in a sad way, but it just like destroyed me for her. Right. But, um, yeah, I would say that of course the cancer scene and Rachel handled that so brilliantly as team Beth. And then the unbecoming for me of Felicia or Carol, like how far she had to unbecome to say the things that she was saying to Beth. And how many layers she had to peel off. Like when she, you know, Beth started to talk and she said, no. Yeah. Let me go into admit, like to know that she sucked all the air out mm-hmm. of the room. Like what a hard. That's That was, I, I was in the office, like watching this and like trying to keep my cool. But I, I started calling it actually the Sterling tear. Like at the exact moment that a tear is supposed to roll down my cheek. Like, <laughs> it rolls. <laughs> yeah. Down my face. And I'm like, please, nobody can look at over here right now. <laughs> but that, her speech really got yeah. me. Yeah. Well, we have to wrap up, guys, yes. but quick predictions. I think... After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> He's like, tell me daddy. Yeah. Okay, All right. okay. All right. I Lighting think... Because, 
I think because we saw the dance montage and we saw Randall and Beth's relationship kind of rebuild, I don't think our future predictions of them being divorced is real. I said that. No, I don't, I don't think, think that. So. I don't think it is. I think that it's actually like they they real rebuild their bond, and it's just like that. We don't. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> We don't. They're yeah. fine. They're fine. They're fine. I have to believe you. You know something. <laughs> I know. He's keeping like a poker face. <laughs> oh, my God. His face when you were talking was saying something. Yeah, I can't was. figure it out. <laughs> but you're good. I don't know if you were agreeing or disagreeing. It was like a confused face. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a she has no idea. Poker face. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. oh, oh. I, I have nothing. Um, so you guys can I go. I literally. Un- she's going to be unbecoming gotta, more. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see uh, Beth becoming a teacher. I'm excited to see her dive into her passion again. Um, I'm interested to see how the um, economic value between that, yeah. Uh, yeah, how that's going to go. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm all about it. Team, team Beth, team Randy. I have a prediction. Josh is going to tell us what he knows that he was giving Candace the look about two minutes ago. I think his headphones are broken. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you love this episode just as much as we did. And this episode of The After Show, because you have been absolutely wonderful. Yes. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank, Thank you, you so much for us. having me. It's so great being a fan of you guys and the show and what I do. Can you tell you. everyone where they can find you on social media? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at TXJoshINLA. All awesome. right, perfect. So follow him. You can keep up with all the, the cool casting and all the cool yes. pictures and all the cool things that you're doing <laughs> all the time. Um, and thanks so much for watching. As always, uh, you can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And you can find me everywhere at I am Danny Royce. Also tune in Thursday at 2 p.m. for an episode of Inside the Black Actors Studio. And you can find me everywhere at Lena Nori. You can find me everywhere at Paris Rose, Paris with two eyes. And we have one more, too, on Sundays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're on another panel together. We're on another panel. One day at a time One as well. Time. Which, you know, actually... Uh, and that's why uh, they're matching. Because yeah. I spent too much time. Exactly. Exactly. Yay! So, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Josh, for coming in. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.